Welcome to the Super Sentai Brothers. This is episode 11 of License to Car Ranger, the internet's best and only podcast dedicated to Gekiso Sentai Car Ranger. Every week we watch an episode of the show and we share our thoughts with you, the listener. My name is Matt J. With me as always is my co-host and brother Dave. Dave, how are you doing today? I am doing well. Uh, I just noticed that there's more seltzer in this can, so so that's a bonus. Yeah, things are, things are really looking up. Hey, listen, man. Uh, you know, you take what you can get where you can get it. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of uh, delightful things that are a rare treasure, um, today we are watching episode eleven of Gekiso Sentai are Car Ranger. Seriously, man, I thought it was not going to be possible for us to move through a show more slowly than we did a Ranger, <laughs> but we are already giving that season a run for its money. Hey, but we're back. We're, we're back. back. Oh yeah, sorry that we were not here last week. Super sorry, week, guys. We had. Uh, I mean, was a I'm lot not super stuff. sorry. Let's I, not go overboard. I am sorry. I am sorry. But it like, was, it was a lot of stuff. Matt, I had stuff. Matt had stuff. Producer Mark had some stuff. Uh, um, we've all got lives, folks. Right. Uh, he had a non, a non-emergency, non-life-threatening, uh, but minor surgery. He's good. Things are great with him now. We're, we're all we're all good here. Um, the other thing that has sort of thrown our schedule out of whack. Uh, Recording-wise, is the fact that um, we are actually... Well, it's not because of this. Our sister is in town. Yeah, she is. And in fact, not only is she in town, she is in the room right now. Katie, welcome to the Super Sentai Brothers. For the second time. Yeah, second time, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I was here. The Super Sentai siblings. Yeah. Super show. (laughs) I am the the Super Sentai sister. (laughs) Uh, welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Um, anyway, as I was mentioning before I was so rudely interrupted, uh, we're watching episode 11 today. It is called... Who interrupted When were you interrupted? interrupted? I'm pretty sure one of you interrupted me. Nope. I I was patiently waiting to be introduced. Uh, then it it must have been Dave. Anyway, it's called (laughs) The Overweight Angry One, or The Angry Overweight One. The original air date was May 3rd, 1996. It was written, uh, as the last one or two have been written, uh, by Hiroyusu Soda. Um, we are going to watch it shortly. But of course, before we do, as always, Shining in the Heavens, there are five stars. And Katie, what is our first star? I guess our first star of the week is Katie. Katie, she's hey, here. Hey, uh, from, from the land of Sentai. From the yes. land of Sentai. She is our foreign correspondent. <laughs> Uh, you are have been living in Japan this yes. last year. Yes, I have. Um, I will actually. Um, I'm going back this week, and I will be arriving back the day before my one year anniversary of living in Japan. I genuinely thought you were going to say like the day before something Sentai related. Like the day before the new season starts. No. Unfortunately, uh, I do not have a TV yet. I'm getting one. Um, Thank you, Stu. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Thanks, Stu. Friend friend of the show, (laughs) Stu. Friend in law of the show. (laughs) Um... So, but that means that I I can't actually watch Super Sentai in Japan, though I do occasionally see posters. Posters for it. Posters. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be well, a club. Like... You work at a university, there has to be a club for Super Sentai. You know, I could start one. I could probably get people interested I in just, it. I feel like universities have clubs for everything, man. It's, it's a quality program, Katie. You should watch it sometime. <laughs> Um, well, we're, we're thrilled to have you. Thank you so much. Um, we, I guess we'll talk as we're going through the episode, if you have any, like, specific, like, Japanese, uh, observations mm. while we are going through talking about episode 11 of Gekiso Sentai Car Ranger, the angry overweight one. 
But um, it's been really nice to have you here. Thank you. It we got some D&D in yesterday. That's true. Not as much as I would like. Well. There's never as much D&D in my life as I would like. I have just, like, I just. Like, probably since college. Like, since college, <laughs> yeah. But since, like, first semester of college, we're just really took a hammer to my GPA. Yeah, I, I sometimes feel like the reason I can never find enough time to play D&D in my life now is because I burned up so much of, like, my lifetime allotment of D&D during college. Yeah, there was. I mean, I was playing a different game. Not necessarily of D&D specifically, but I was playing a different game every night of the week. It was the best. Yeah, it's a great year. Um, I mean, I only just started playing, but it is excellent. It is, I know, it's the best. Um, yeah, so it has been really great to be back. I have loved it. I have been eating just way more junk food than I need to. That's the problem with, like, anytime you're, like, visiting, you're like, I'm gonna eat the good stuff, and now all of a sudden you're, like, a week deep. Right. Because, like... And you've eaten nothing but, like, chicken wings. (laughs) Right. Snyder's of Hanover pretzel bits. Those things are so good. Like, the broken ones that are just, like, super flavor-blasted. I don't know how they do it. Man, anything flavor-blasted, I am down I'm down. Right. Flavor-blasted Doritos, flavor-blasted Goldfish, flavor-blasted Snyder's of Hanover. Right. Just... Like, it only stands to reason. If flavor is good, then blasted flavor has to be better. Even better. (laughs) Yeah, but it's been... Because, like, I can make good like wholesome american food right you can do that at I, home you know i can do right. that at home but i'm here and i'm like i need you know i need flaming hot cheetos i need just unnecessary cookies yeah sure. flaming hot know? cookies flaming hot <laughs> chips <laughs> flaming hot been, coca-cola have you been doing a lot of desserts here because i watched a whole show about this we talked about it japanese desserts not you can see, I waved my finger admonishingly in the air. <laughs> well, I feel like generally desserts are this sort of food that are least, like, transferable from culture to culture. Okay. You know? I, okay, I'm going to take that. I'm going to make that silly more. I'm does gonna does, say they're does the that make least, sense? Yeah, they're least transferable from continent to continent. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. I feel like anybody in France is going to be able to roll up on baklava and still be fairly happy about it. Right. But if that same Frenchman rolled up and a Japanese person was like, here's some red bean with like seaweed jelly and sugar syrup. I think if, if you do that in France, they're legally allowed to kill you. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's, it, it, you know, it's a dangerous place, but. It, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like red bean. I but like red here's, bean. Here's it's the thing. good. Here's the thing about uh, red bean and seaweed jelly. Matcha. I'm less into red bean or red bean and sweet potato things. Okay. Okay. I like red bean desserts. They yeah, they're great. Okay. I like I like sweet potato. Desserts. I like those fish with the ice cream and the red bean. Yeah, it's delicious. The yeah, they're yeah. great. Or there's these other ones, and they're like little. Oh, that's like a Korean thing, right? Wafer. They're, mm. they're kind of everywhere. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um. Though, actually, the ice cream ones are more Korean. Okay. Anyway, there's, like, a similar version of thing. I'm so glad we figured that all out. Red, <laughs> red bean ice cream and, like, a little sandwich, and it's delicious. So, I like red bean, and I like sweet potato. But what I do not like is when you roll up to get a pastry, and you think it's going to be chocolate, and you take a bite, <laughs> and you're eating beans. <laughs> Pan all red beans. <laughs> or, or... If you think you're getting like a delicious Danish that has like cream and apple in it, and you take a bite, and it is cream and potatoes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Katie, can I, can I, uh, can I blow your mind here real quick? What? If you go over to somewhere and you buy something and you're expecting it to have chocolate and it does have chocolate, you are still eating beans. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they haven't been. Tempered beans. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you didn't do it right. This has been bean talk. <laughs> anyway, but Japan is great. I love being there. It's great to be back. I'm very much looking forward to going back to Japan just so just so my schedule like to can like get right, back just like get back to life. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm also looking forward to you going back to Japan. Right. I mean, I love you dearly, but we all love each other very much. We're I just all, need to have my life back. We're Katie. all excited when I go. 
Uh, anyway, that's enough about Katie. Dave, what is our second star of the week? <laughs> so, okay, this is, I double turns out to myself. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not a great feeling when it happens, but I was so, I did snort laugh at this story. So, I was listening to NPR, and they had a, that's the best part. I, <laughs> I listen to the NPR. The whole point of this story is just so Dave can let you know that he listens to NPR, as though it wasn't listening totally to the show obvious. for over four seasons would not have tipped you in that Dave isn't. Dave and I are NPR guys. Anyway, so I was listening to NPR, and there was an ad insofar as they do ads where they're talking about like Serity Financial, something, something, something. Let us take care of your money, and they're like Serity. Taken from the word sincerity, something, something, let us take care of your money. And I snort laughed at that because I was like, dudes, sincere is taken from like the Latin, like sin means without and then sere means, means wax. Like without wax, like it means without wax. Like if you had a statue, you would like, you could cover it in wax. But if it was like, oh, this statue is sincere, it means there's no wax. It is what it is. You get what you're looking at. Um, that's the real deal. And I was like, these dumb nerds just picked serity, which is just the wax part. It's like the most dishonest part of the word. And they're asking you to trade, tra- uh, like, trust them with your money. This is a scam. Like, this is an elaborate scam. This is like an Ocean's Eleven style elaborate scam. It's a long con. It's a, it's a joke for like, they, when they finally like run away to Barbados with all the money. This is hilarious. This is like when P.N. Gwyn buys the ocean liner. Yeah, precisely. So, but I couldn't remember for this part of the story if it was from like Greek or Latin, because they both use sin as a prefix. So I went to look it up in Etymology Online, which is a great resource. And it it all the time, time, right? (laughs) A surprising amount. And so Katie also teaches English. Like that is what she does. That's what I do over there. And so... So I look up etymology online and they're like, yeah, it's from like middle French. The whole Sin Sarah thing is like a folk etymology. The OED dismisses it out of hand. Like nobody actually thinks that that's true. And I was like, oh, double turns out. Like I double turns out myself. Right. Um, Sweet dunk on you. Sweet dunk on me. But I laughed at both parts of it. So I felt like it was okay. So uh, that's really it. And also, uh, there's a little bit of education for you. If you thought that sincere thing was the case, um, it's not. So what, Matt, is our third star of the week? Dave, third star of the week, uh, appropriately, is triple triad. Okay, that doesn't mean anything to me. Of course it does. You played Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, jeez. Yeah, man, like 20 years ago? Uh, yeah, actually, this is the tw- this year is the 20th anniversary of Final Fantasy VIII. Is it really? Yeah. Holy cats. I, I, know, was, I was sort of laughing at that. No, it's also, this year is the 20th anniversary of The Matrix and The Phantom Menace. Wow. So, uh, yeah, just, I'm going to let everybody recover from that. So, in Final Fantasy VIII, there is a card game. Oh, Yes! This was a very good game. Yeah. It's the second best in-game card game uh, in a video game I ever played. So, um, the best... The best one is Gwen. Right. Which I never played. That's from The Witcher. Yeah, Witcher 3. It's Mm. real, real good. Now, here's the thing that I realized about Triple Triad. Not other than the fact that, like, it is a great game. Yeah. There is an app that you can get on your... Matt, I gotta plug my ears and la 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 through this, because you're about to tell me that I can just play this game on an app on my phone, aren't you? Yes, I am. Well, it's... Well, kind of. Now it's too late. Kind of. Here's the thing. There is an app, and the app is extremely bad. Okay. (laughs) There is a Gwent app, and it is good, but it is also, like, CCG-ish, and so I don't have it. The, The app is called the Final Fantasy Portal. Okay. And the Final Fantasy Portal app is some app that Square Enix made, and... Everything else in the app is garbage. There's like Final Fantasy news and like articles about stuff. It's like this total like, like in fiction fi- news. I don't know. Oh, it's okay. like news about upcoming Final Fantasy things, but like the whole app is just this like it's it looks terrible okay. and it's garbage and it's full of nonsense. Here's the one good thing about this app. Is in the top left corner of the screen, there's just a button that says Triple Triad. And if you click it, it loads an app within the app that is just Triple Triad. 
and you just get the game and you play it. And it's amazing because it's a super fun game. Can you, like, do you get more cards yes, as you, you go do. through? When you win the games, you get to pull the cards from the people that you beat. Oh, wow. You That's can, no good. Yeah. It's one of those things, though, where, like, you can only, like, it stops you playing after, like, five or six games. And, like, you either have to, like, let a timer count down or, like, buy gems to be able to play oh, okay. again. Which means that, since I know you're not going to buy gems to play more. Yeah, I'm definitely not. Then you can just stop playing after a few games. Um, I've gotten through all the easy levels. I've started the normal levels. It's extremely good. If you, like me... Enjoy uh, the the classic Final Fantasy card game Triple Triad. I just wanted you to know that you can play it, and it's as good as you remember. Awesome. Even though n- still not all of the rules make sense to me. They haven't changed any of the rules. I just still haven't figured them out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what is our fourth star of the week? Uh, fourth star of the week is comic books. Okay. Comic books. Sort of like the general idea of comic say, books. I was going to say, I like them a lot. Um, there, so Katie and I were out, um, actually I went to a comic book shop with, uh, producer Mark and you. And, yeah, that's uh, what we talked about that last week, because we were talking uh, about, like, weird, oh no, no, we didn't talk about that weird Fantastic Four stuff, but we Yeah, we couldn't quite turn it into a star, so we dropped it, but I want to talk about comic books this week. Okay, hit be- me. Because Katie and I went to a local comic book shop, Carolyn Neat. John's, uh, which is a great store on the West is Side. Is it actually called Carolyn John's? Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. It's only that, dear listener, that is only hilarious because those are our parents' names. Yeah. Um, Dave does not just randomly find those two <laughs> names hilarious. <laughs> or just any store with that is just named after two people. You're like, what? How could you even? <laughs> That's crazy. Like, there's a sub shop in Buffalo called John and Mary's, which happens to be my dad and his sister's name. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so less funny somehow. So we went to Carol and John's. But well, it's subs. it's less funny because both Dad and Aunt Mary like subs, but my mom, but our mom does not like comic books at all. <laughs> so the like the idea that our parents were secretly running a comic book shop all this time, like while at the same time not liking comic books, that is funny. So anyway, so you go to this place. Carol so and we John's. go to Carol and John's. I was looking for. Um, Actually, other friend of the show, um, Matt from Ranger Danger. Oh yeah, he has that. He has a book out now from Image. Yes, uh, yeah, self-made. Yeah, yeah. Super exciting. I and I had found the first, or the second and third issues at a shop, but I wasn't able to find the first one. So I go to Carolyn Johns. I was looking for that. I also wanted a new issue of the Savage Sword of Conan, uh, which is very good if you're reading those Conan books. So I went to the comic book shop and I found issue one of Self-Made, which I was very glad of. It's very good. Um, you, you all should go buy it and read it. But they didn't have the new issue of Savage Sword of Conan. And so I started talking to the guy behind the counter. And he was like, oh yeah, like, we can order that for you, blah, blah, blah. You know, just like the comic book shop stuff. Right. But it had been so long since I had gone into a comic book shop and, like, gone to the counter and asked for a particular book and had the guy say, like, oh, I can order it and I will call you when it's in. Like, I used to do that every week, and I loved it. And I really haven't done it in a couple of years. And it was just such a delight to, like, go back to a thing that I used to love and be reminded of, like, what made that experience so fun. Mm. That's all there was to it. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is not a great, like, comedy star. It was just a nice day of my week. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what, guys, is our fifth star of the week? Fifth star of the week. Wow, we really backloaded these with me talking a lot, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did. We could have flipped this around a little bit, but whatever. Uh, fifth star of the week is, uh, as we have mentioned, Katie has been in town. And she's been sort of back and forth staying with you and staying with me. Yes. We live on opposite sides of town. It's not that long of a drive, but, you know, she's sort of been bouncing back and forth. Also, so, sorry, I'm also going to note that when I got here, I actually flew into Baltimore and was staying with our parents for a couple weeks. Yes. And then I came here. So even before I got here and was bouncing back and forth, I was already like... Right, you, you arrived after the first bounce, and then there's been a lot of subsequent yeah. bounces. It's been a very Smaller bouncy bounces. couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's a real speedball situation over here. Um, Robbie Baldwin? Yes. Anyway. Um, so. so Katie's been staying with me for a little bit off and on. And something that I had forgotten, that I didn't like uh, 
I didn't realize it was happening until I had already done it. Mm-hmm. Is Katie and I went to Target. We were Man, just... I think like ninety percent of people live their entire lives that way. I don't think you need to feel bad. Sure. About well, that. let me here. Let's just wait. Wait until I get through with my. Before I was so rudely interrupted, listener. Um... That was true. I said a thing. It wasn't related to what I thought he was going to say. Katie and I go to Target. As we're going through, I end up. The way that you do at Target, buying a lot of random stuff that I did not Im- immediately mean to buy. I bought, like, fancy new hooks for my shower curtain. Okay. To hang on the shower curtain rod. And also a new bath mat and some new hand towels. Okay. Right? Sure. Why not? This is not an interesting or important. You're cur- That's right. <laughs> Here's the thing that I think is weird. I think, I think it's interesting. <laughs> well, it, it's a nice bath mat. It's sort of like a tealy turquoise color. Yeah. Uh, really brightens up the room. So the thing I realized though is every time I have someone stay at my place for more than like two days at a time, I buy something to put in my apartment that is, or to replace something that is already in my apartment. That's a no. That's a good but strategy. I, but I don't do it on purpose, and I don't realize <laughs> I've done it until afterwards. Like, I got home, I put up the new shower curtain stuff, I put down the new bath mat, and I was like, oh, I did it again. (laughs) Because I think what happens is every time, like, I live by myself, and Mm -hmm. so every time somebody walks in and is in the apartment for a couple of days, I see it through their eyes. Oh, yeah. Like No, that's the exact same thing. There's a bunch of stuff in my house that gets, like, cleaned out, or emptied, or tidied, or whatever, because someone is coming and you're like, oh my goodness, I haven't looked at this closet in, I don't know, a year. Right. And like, someone's going to need it. And so now I'm going to look at it. Right. Yes. Like, I forgot that this bath mat is seven years old. <laughs> Maybe I should get a new one. Because uh, to me, that's just an old faithful friend. <laughs> it's not a ratty old bath mat. <laughs> anyway, so the, the fun part was the recognition that I had done it yet again. Oh, I was just going to say that I always, I have said this to friends where I say, I just, I need to have a party once every. Like two months. Like two to three months. Just to make sure that I have a very good reason to just go through and clean my entire apartment. Yeah. 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 No, that's a really good, that's a good strategy. Like invite people over and that'll kind of give you the impetus to make things happen. Yeah, because like not a lot of people, yeah, no, like listen. are staying with me for a long right. period uh-huh. of time. It's twenty nineteen. Get it in gear. Invite people yeah. over. Throw a party and clean your space. Boom. So uh, that's our five stars. Yes, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to watch episode eleven, and we will be right back. All right, welcome back. We've just watched episode eleven, the angry overweight one. Uh, it's which okay. <laughs> It's problematic. There are a few problematic. There's a few problems with it. I feel like there's a weight loss diet episode in every season. There, it is a surprisingly recurrent theme. Yeah, especially for like a chill. You know, the only thing I can think of here is the here is the grace that I will give Super Sentai is. I wonder if it becomes a recurrent because this is a kids show, and I, of course, am looking at it from the perspective of an adult, like. Guys, can you just, like, stop talking so much about, like, being overweight or losing weight and, like, how it's this huge deal, etc., etc.? Maybe it's in there with the idea that, like, kids will think that it's, like, ridiculous that anybody cares that much? That seems untrue from what I know of children, but, like... Hey, man. Maybe maybe they have this idea of it being like, oh, like, we are in a very 90s way going to teach you about body positivity and how it doesn't... Right. And how, like, weight doesn't really matter. Except they but, 100% except they do not. don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you said, in that 90s way. <laughs> in that 90s way. In that 90s way of, like, I know we're supposed to care about this stuff, but we don't know how to talk about it yet. But we know that we're supposed to talk about it. So, so we're, we're just going to talk about it. We're just going to we're just gonna it. start Yo. talking and hope that it works out. Uh, okay, so the uh, episode starts. We see uh, Yoko and Natsumi, and they are, like, hanging out in, like, a shopping district or something and Yuko has some two ice creams like she's double fisting ice creams and Natsumi's like hey um 
you may just want to chill on, like, double-fisting ice creams. It's a lot of ice cream. It's just a lot of ice cream. Like, if you eat that too quickly... Like, you you might just get, like, very fat from all of the icy, iced creams that you're eating. Right. And Yuko's like, oh, pish. Like, I'm very active. Like, she doesn't say, like, which is I'm a, true. Which is true. Like, she's a car ranger. She's like, I'm young. It'll be fine. And Natsumi throws, like, a little shade, like, oh, to be so young and, like, carefree. <laughs> like, you'll learn. Um, so, as <laughs> they're walking by, and... They see this bathing suit. Yuko sees this bathing suit and she's like, oh, it's so cute. And then she does this whole like dream sequence of herself in this bathing suit. Just the life that she will achieve. Right. Like because of this specific bathing suit. And what I love about it is that it's not just a fantasy of her wearing the bathing suit and someone saying, man, you look really good in that bathing suit. It continues to progress. So... She goes into this dream sequence where she's at the beach and people say, wow, she looks so good in that bathing suit. And then somebody walks up to her and says, hey, how would you like to be a model? And she says, a model? But I'm a car ranger. <laughs> but then she does become a model. No, she says, after that, like okay. after apparently I'm done being a car ranger, I think, I will be a model. Oh, so she says, but she starts, she's very specific, where she starts in print ads. Yeah. Sure. And then she would work up to TV. Well, she's realistic. Yeah. Right. And then from you gotta, TV. You gotta put your, you know, you gotta put your time in. Um, she would become an idol. Yep. Sure. She'd put out an album. And she would win uh, Best New CD of the Year. Sure. Of course. Which, in an award show where instead of it being like an award show where they call up the name... Like, apparently, all the nominees just go to the stage and, like, the la- the light flashes on. That's a way harsher version. That's <laughs> so cruel. I would be... I would watch that show, I think, more than the regular Oscars. Like that's how the Oscars work. Right. And then just everybody else has to, like... But they just never pay, They never zoom in on the winner. It's st- <laughs> it stays a wide-angle shot, and you just have to watch everybody else, like, just shuffle slowly off stage. Up, slowly, sadly, sadly go down the steps. So she, so she wins the best CD, and then from there, she is going to marry a rich white man. <laughs> okay, I mean, she, okay, what she says is, I would love to wear, marry a handsome rich man. And we cut to another part of this dream sequence where she's walking out of a church with, like, the tallest white guy in the world. <laughs> this, this dude's got to be like six eight. Yeah, um, I should mean that is not the tallest white guy in the world. Sure, but, but definitely the tallest guy on this show that we've ever seen. So yeah, it just seemed like a weird choice to throw in a random white person uh, in this moment. Well, <laughs> that did not seem that random to me. Okay. Hit me. <laughs> No, I just think that there's definitely, maybe not so much anymore, but in my experience, there is definitely this idea of, like, making it as, like, marrying a white guy. Oh, really? Okay. Now, I am not trying to... You are not endorsing this this. at all. You are just reporting this thing that you have observed. Because I know the white guys that some Japanese women have married. And, like, they're fine. They're my friends. But, like, you know. (laughs) Not what I'd call a catch. (laughs) And, like, they make as much as I do. And, like, I'm comfortable with it. Like, it's a thing. But it's not like, oh, (laughs) you really. Yeah. So I I think it's this idea of, like... I don't know. Wealth. Okay, but like this is not like a. Like, they didn't just be like, dude, Steve's visiting. We'll get him in the show. Like maybe no, there is like something this going is on like, yeah. There's there may have been. Uh, okay, idea. so she imagines this all by the way because when she comes out of the dream sequence, she is in the changing room, and uh, Natsumi's like, okay, like right. let's she, see it, and she seems to have like gone into a fugue state and not realized <laughs> that she had like. Pick, like, gone into the store, picked up the bikini, gone into the changing room, and put it on. Yeah. So, she walks out, and she's like, ta-da, how do I look? And Natsumi has also tried on a bathing suit, and she is also kind of, like, posing. And then, like, Yuko looks at Natsumi, and they do, like, a long pan down on Natsumi. Like, she looks very nice. Yeah. And then Yuko looks at herself, and Yuko also looks very nice. And she's like... Oh no! Like compared to her, I I'm a little chubby. 
This is madness, right? Is, either way. She looks the exact same as she did in her fantasy. Yeah, like, right. She looks no different than she did in her fantasy. And she looks the same as Natsu. I mean, like, they're different people, obviously, but, like, and she looks the same as Natsu. Yeah. Right. Like, this is, this is insane. Um, just to be, like, to be clear, she is going to step on a scale later on in the episode, and the scale is going to tell her that she weighs 105 pounds. Yeah. So and, like and this is horrifying to this her. This is horrifying <laughs> to her. Yeah. She needs to lose I think she said she needs to lose like 2 kilos. Two like kilo, this is her yeah. goal. So she's trying to hit 100 She's a grown where she's trying to hit 100 pounds. Which like listen if you weigh 100 pounds it's fine but like 105 pounds is okay you like I yeah. just want to like sit down with you <laughs> Right. Like as a like as like because I'm like a teacher and I'm like a dad now I'm just like you let's like sit down and talk. Like you clearly have some other things going on. Like Maybe I'm not the best yeah. person to talk I mean, with you. I mean, that's, but that, somebody needs to. That would be a good way to work through this. There is, on the other hand, a different way that she can work through those feelings, and we're about to experience yeah, that. Yeah, we are. Okay, so uh, they get the call. Bozo can Bozo excited. Yes. So, uh, we we cut to a bank, and we watch the uh, the boss of Pegasus Motors walking out of the bank, looking lovingly at his bank balance. Lovingly, but with a little consternation, because mm-hmm. he says, oh, things are a little tight this month. Yeah. And then he gets zapped with a... I did not num- hear that. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh, things are still a little, like... Uh. So so his bank book gets zapped with a numbers laser. Yep. And that's the only way that I can describe it. <laughs> I think you nailed it. And all of the numbers from his bank book fly onto a woman who is walking past her bank book and she looks down at hers and says, oh my gosh, my bank balance has gone up to two trillion yen. For you listeners, (laughs) two trillion yen is about 15 billion US dollars. And this is in 1996. Yeah. Yeah. So, so also her reaction is very calm. Like noting noting right. just how much money that is. Yeah. So first of all, when the boss said things were a little tight, that's absurd. And second of all I don't know, maybe he was buying a planet. Man, I don't know. <laughs> and then the second thing is that like it is a recurrent theme, you don't know this, Katie. It is a recurrent theme on this show, like about how little the car rangers get paid. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, it is a constant point of complaint for them. But this is not the only place where the numbers are going a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, ha- it's happening all over town. Well, we cut to a bakery. Uh, the All of the price tags on all of the little, like, cakes and pieces of bread have also gotten zapped with the numbers laser. Yeah. And they have all changed. And to, like, like, four yen, which is, yeah. like, four cents. Yeah, and so all of these children who were standing, who were already apparently standing outside the bakery with their nose pressed against the glass were like, oh my gosh, now is the moment. <laughs> then they run in and say, I would like 200 cakes, please. <laughs> now, okay, so here's the, this is what I got, is that this bozo has the power to make cashiers roll their eyes. That is what his ability is. <laughs> because, like, it doesn't matter what the sign says. Like, if you, this guy, this is the guy... Who, like, walks up and is like, I didn't see a price tag on it. Must be free, huh? Like, that's this dude's power. Like, he ju- he yes. literally just changes the numbers. And assumes that, like, and therefore, everyone will sell cakes for four yen. Now, this will be a problem later when he's changing numbers. But for this, it's just sort of causing general havoc. Yeah. So, he is a P.P. Rapa. The best wizard of numbers. Yes, he is not Pa-Rapa the Rapa, uh, which is what I kept thinking every time he said it. Yep. Uh, P.P. Rapa has a face that looks like... Obviously he not looks a, like the dude from Despicable Me. I think he looks... does look like the dude from Despicable Me. It's the nose. I think he also looks like... Gro- Gro- um, not Groot. Um, man, well, Groot had the nose. No, not Groot. The guy Groot. from... Groot. Groot, thank you. Yeah. Um, now, if, uh, if, do you guys remember Candyland? I'm familiar with the, yeah. the board game Candyland. There was, like, a, like, licorice lane or something. There was, like, a, oh, like, yeah. there was a bad dude, and his theme was licorice. And he kind of 
He kind of he looks does kind like of look that like dude. Yeah. Do you know Candyland has a spinner now instead of the deck of cards? Huh. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well, it changes the game. Well, I mean, Candyland was never much of a game. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I the thing that I got a kick out of with Candyland is that basically, like, as soon as the deck was finished being shuffled, like, the game was over. Like, you yeah. just didn't know it yet. Uh, but the spinner actually does make it a little bit more... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the thing about uh, P.P. Rapa that is upsetting to me is that his face is obviously not human. His face is Bozo. Yeah. But, but it looks very human. It looks too human. But it doesn't move. Yeah. The That's eyes what bums me out about bit. it. Like, when it's clearly a monster face and it doesn't move, I'm okay. When it looks like a human face and it doesn't move, I'm deeply bothered. Yeah. So, uh, he, his, this is his plan. He's like, I'm going to get down here. I'm going to make numbers chaotic. I'm going to do like a bunch of stuff. And then in the chaos, we, the Bozoak, will take over. Like, that's yeah. how we're going to do it this time. So, he is, is, you know, just running around messing with numbers. The car rangers see him and start to chase after him. And there's a cool moment where, like, they all are running down the street. And as they pass behind like a barrier oh or yeah this is a good like, engine like as they're running they are just them in their regular street clothes as they like run past this like tree or whatever as they emerge on the other side they have already transformed it's just a nice mm. camera trick um they catch up to him they fight him for a few seconds he tries to zap a car with the numbers laser and what he, and what he's trying to do is change the positioning of the speedometer so that the car starts driving out of control. Yeah. Which I think is an, actually a very interesting application of his power. But the laser just bounces off. He's like, huh? And for a minute, I'm thinking, aha, maybe, this, maybe his, power, his power doesn't work on cars and that's how they're going to beat him. <laughs> yeah, or I just, like, yeah, I was like assuming that like someone was going to jump out of the car or something was going to happen. No, it just turns out he's, like, low on batteries. Yeah. We find out. <laughs> Which is, like... <laughs> that's, a, that's the dumbest element of this episode. Like, is there... Anyways. I do love it, though. And I, yeah. and I love it because it's Car Ranger and Car Ranger... I don't know if you know this, Katie. Car Ranger is a spoof. It's a oh, like thing. Okay. It is Super Sentai. It is the Super Sentai series for that year. But it's very tongue-in-cheek about like the tropes of Super Sentai. Okay. Um, so the Rangers catch up with him, and uh, they're, they're about to fight for a second. He tries to do this thing. It doesn't work. And then Yuko does like a flying kick, but she kind of flubs it, and she just kind of lands on him. Uh-huh. <laughs> he takes him to the ground... And he's like, oh, oh my gosh, get off me. You're so heavy, you fat pig. And Yuko loses it. Like, she's very upset by this. Which, like, that's legit. Right. That's it's not a horrible cool, thing to that's say. That's a horrible thing to say to somebody. Uh, so, but in her distress, she kind of... Let's she, him get away. Yeah, she like he gets away because she's he does. So she does punch him extremely hard. Yeah, and I think he flies away after the like the punch makes him fly away. But she's so upset that she doesn't chase after yeah. him. So everybody's like, "Yuko, what happened?" She's like, "Oh, I just I'm so sorry. Like I don't know I don't know what came over me. Like, but he's gone now. Let's just kind of yeah get back to get back to work here. So they get back to the the the. Garage. I was going to say the gym, but that's not where they're going. They're going to the garage. They get back to the garage, and they have the TV on in the background as they're working, and they say, oh, like this people, is cool. The, the people on the TV, they're talking about us car rangers. Let's uh, let's sit around and see what they have to say. Sorry, before they mentioned the... Before they talked about the TV, what was on TV, mm-hmm. sorry, um, they were all trying to say, like, don't pay attention to him. Like, you're fine. Like, like he's just cool. a jerk. Right. Like, don't worry about yeah. it. You look great. Da-da-da. Yeah. Okay, and then? So then they, they're like, oh, we're on TV. So they, the host of this panel turns over and is like, so, Mr. Fashion Critic, like, what do you think about the Car Rangers? And he says, well, you know, they do defend us and everything. Love them. So Love good. Them. That's Thanks so a lot. Great. I will say... The pink ranger is looking a little chubby. Maybe she should avoid the color pink. 
So, handful of things about that. Right. First of all, this dude clearly doesn't understand how rangers work. Right. <laughs> Second, you can't just like, pick. This guy is kind of the villain of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Third of all, at first I was like, "That's this is insane. Like, that this is what would be happening. And then I thought, actually, you know what? No, it's not insane. It's not insane If there at were all. a superhero team, this is 100% what human beings would do. We would have a panel. Right. And we would talk about it. And then somebody would be like, mm, this girl needs to change her outfit. I yeah. mean, that already happens all the time. Yeah, it does. I'm just saying we would also <laughs> do it about superheroes that were risking their lives to save the planet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So at this point, Yuko's like, all my friends are lying to me. This guy, this stranger is telling the truth. I need to deal with this situation. And so the next thing we see is her... Like, it's a real bummer. Just, like, manically trying to deal with I have with this two kilos. Yeah. I have written down uh, Pink Ranger, because I couldn't remember her name. Uh, it always takes us, like, six episodes <laughs> to get their name straight. Don't worry about it. Pink Ranger is having a real DJ Tanner moment. Wow. <laughs> it's worth having you on the show just for that plan. Because that's 100% what is happening. Yeah, like running by cakes and looking and longing and then being like, no, I can't, and shaking her head and keeping running. And like just working way too, like just way too hard. Yeah, just like this super long montage. But the thing is, you know that all of that montage is happening like in real time. Like we're not watching her exercise over the course of weeks and months. We were watching her, like, go to the pool and go out for a jog and be on her bike and just, like, completely exhausting herself all day. In, like, yeah. one day. In though. one yeah. day doing all this. So she gets to the end of the day. She hasn't lost two kilos in a single day. Which is good, because if she had, that would... She should go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the next thing that we see is that she's at work. And she's, yeah. like, wearing, like, oh, six layers. At some point... Uh, P.P. Rappa has gone back up to Barbarian. There's a whole scene up there where he gets a better battery. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's massive. Yeah, it's... Uh, so, the next scene is we see she's at work. She's wearing, like, eight layers to try and, like, sweat off this weight. And she's doing, like, sit-ups while she's doing work. Yeah, she's, like, doing accounting. But, like, between each number that she writes down, she's doing a sit-up. So, the boss rolls in. He's like, hey, everybody, I bought cakes. And then he walks over to... It's a weird exchange, because he walks over to Yuko, and he's like, so, I see you're on, like, eight layers. Is this just, like, a fashion thing? And she says, uh, yeah, it is a fashion thing. He's like, oh, okay. I thought maybe it was because you're, like, trying to lose weight. But if it's a fashion thing, that's great. I don't... I have no idea why this exchange exists. And, and all of the other rangers are like, oh, no. He mentioned the fact that she wanted to lose weight. She is going to explode. We need to, like, get out of here as quickly as possible. I just don't understand... I don't understand the reaction of being very upset when someone's like, Oh, okay. Maybe maybe she thought he was saying, like, you should lose weight. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, That's weirdly know. written. So anyways, uh, then their Excel chargers go off, and he's like, Oh, is that also a weird fashion thing? Because he somehow hasn't noticed that all five of his... His only five employees, <laughs> and all of them, suddenly started wearing this very, very large bracelet every single day. Right. So he just notices them. They're going off. He's like, is this the a fashion thing? They're like, uh, yeah. And Dapu's in the back with, like, pre-printed... <laughs> like, he didn't make these signs. These came from a print shop. Yeah. Like, just like, waving these signs. Like, guys, there's a bozo! Is what is written in large letters on the signs. So they say, like, oh, yes, haha, just a trend. Uh, we are leaving now, though, for an unrelated reason. Goodbye, boss. So they all run out, um, and they all are driving. They, they don't transform and then try to drive over to where the monster is in their, like, car ranger cars. They, they have just... special little, like, Shriner yeah. car ranger yeah. cars. Um, they just pile into a car, untransformed, and start driving to the scene <laughs> of the action. Well, almost all of them do. Yuko insists on getting some exercise in, because she goes on a bike. Yes. But they're driving behind her like, Yuko, get in the car. We've got to get there. She's like, no, I can do it. I've got to lose the two kilos. Right. <laughs> so they're doing this, like, 
she is just like she's having a very rough time because she's still wearing ten different layers. So so basically, she can't fight like everybody else. Like Excel changes and turns into you know tensions and does the thing. She like can't get to her Excel charger because it's buried under like eight layers of sweatpant. Uh huh. <laughs> Our sweat sweatshirt. Um. Oh, sorry. PB Rapa has done his numbers thing to a bus yes. full of kids. They were singing the other day. I met a bear, which is a song that I know from childhood. Did not know that it had crossed the Pacific to Japan. Hey man. Anyways, the small um, world. After I haven't all. heard it, but so this bus is this. driving at like eight hundred kilometers an hour or something. <laughs> This, yeah, this has now become an episode of Speed. Right, so yeah. the, the Just other... Just the idea that changing the numbers... I know. It's like, well, well, now you are going this fast. So... <laughs> <laughs> so the rangers all, like, catch up to the boss on foot, by the way. Which means that they are also going they they can also 800 run kilometers. Fast. They're extremely fast. They're the racing Sentai car ranger. Yeah, <laughs> and they manage to stop the bus without Yuko. Because she, like, she just, she's stuck in the back. She can't... I think she, like, collapsed. She collapsed. Because uh, she, yeah. she's exhausted. Right. Her back gives out. Dapu, like, picks her up and takes her back to their secret base to, like, nurse her back to health. As the other four are now trying to fight Pipi Rapa. Yeah. They're doing a terrible job. And what I, they're not just doing a terrible job in that they are losing. They're doing a terrible job in that they are not trying to win. They are just standing in a line and waiting for him to throw number-shaped bombs at them and then flying away from the explosions. <laughs> like, there is at no point in this fight an effort made by them to win. Yeah. So, back at base, again, Dapu and Yuko are watching on TV and he's like, ha ha ha, BB Rapa is. He's like, I will change all the numbers and then that will let me conquer Earth. And Yuko's like, obviously. <gasps> I get it. He must have changed the numbers on my scale. That rat think, like, I'll get him. <laughs> right. This is why this has happened. It's Be- time to go murder only, this man. Only possible explanation. <laughs> so right. she shows up. <laughs> she's like, with like righteous fury. Yeah. She's like, how dare you have done this to me? Do you know, have any idea, any idea how much pain and heartache you have caused girls all over this city by messing with their scales? And in the middle of her tirade, he gets out a quick, like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> but she does, she does not notice. She continues and she says, we went and we cut back to make sure we got this. She says, my heart personally found the road traffic act number 1102 you will not talk about body weight in front of radiant maidens <laughs> and then she like charge henshins and molly mops this dude yeah she just like, <laughs> like cold murders this guy the whole time being like how dare you mess with my scale she keeps talking about the scale and he keeps saying like i do not know like i am trying to kill you at but one- i do not know what you were talking about with this <laughs> at scale. one point he throws a bomb and you see her like chariots of fire run through it <laughs> and and like her body confidence has shielded her right. from the yeah. effect of these bombs uh, she does pull out some yellow ranger moves. She throws like heavy hits. She picks him up by his ankles and like spins him around and oh, throws him. She specifically does the Cesaro swing. Yeah. Uh, for all of you uh, Cesaro fans out there. So uh, she does like a running windmill uppercut. Like she gets like a 20 foot head start and spins her <laughs> arm around and runs at him and uppercuts him. And as he's dying, he's like, I still don't know about this scale. <laughs> Uh, he, he eats a piece of Imoyokan. He goes giant. Uh, I'm sure, Katie, that if you go to Imoyokan bakeries in Japan, you are going to be constantly surrounded by people who are accidentally becoming Just giants. massive, yeah. yeah. Um, so we find out another one of his weird powers is yes. that he can take numbers and turn them into things that they kind of look like. So he says, one looks like a chimney stack. He has a cutout of a wand, and then he says it looks like a chimney stack. And then it cuts back to him, and it has become a chimney stack. And he uses that to, like, launch fireworks at the yeah. robots. Yeah. He says, what does a two look like? 
A duck. <laughs> and then it comes back and he has a giant like paper mache duck that shoots a sonic blast at yeah, them. Yeah, then he tries to do number three and he says that the number three looks like the wiggly lines on the in like the inside of a baby's ear. He's like, and he then he has this baby's ear. He's like, this is useless. Why did I do this? <laughs> right. Uh, and I then... did think it was good for him to take the time to teach all the children that were watching the show right. the different numbers. about that. So uh, he then he just he gets cranked. Like they use RV sword on him, and yeah, like, that's it. That's it. He's dead. Uh, he does yeah. die protesting his innocence. He's like, I didn't do anything to your scalp, <laughs> and he's dead. So the next day, um, Yoko and uh, Natsumi are like, you know, like they're at the gym or whatever. And they're saying like, okay, like it's time. Now we need to go like get out and step on the scale. Moment of truth. Moment of truth. She steps on the scale. And instead of having gone down, she has gone like up 0.1 kilos. And she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like. All the numbers should have gone back to normal. How could this be? Right. And of course, the answer is that he hadn't done anything to the scale. So, and also, I will just say, Yuko, you've been working out a lot. Yeah, muscle Muscle weight is is heavier than than fat. Like, you know, your body composition is changing. Don't worry about it. So anyways, uh, they're at the park and all the other rangers are comforting her. They're like, Yuko, it's like, you're fine. Yeah. This is completely nonsensical. It's fine. Like, you look great. Don't worry about it. They do say, you look cute how you are. They also just say, like, you're still growing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, at no point... Well, she is the youngest of the Rangers. Yeah, but, but it was like... just... It was just the moment of, like, instead of just saying, like, this isn't something you need to worry about. This needs to, like, you know... Mm-hmm. This you shouldn't be focusing on this. It's really just like no. There's a reason that you're still a little chubby. Don't worry. Yeah. It's just like ugh, missed the mark. Anyway, and she's but, like, yeah, things are fine. Why don't you guys all buy me ice cream? <laughs> um, and that's kind of where the episode ends. Um, they are all protesting her desire to have ice cream bought for her, probably because she makes the second most of any of them. Because oh, we yeah. know all of their salaries. We know all their first salaries. Episode. They talk about that from the first episode. <laughs> um, and I think normally we would do a Creature Royale spot here, but we're on sort of a tight schedule. Uh, so I do want to just wrap it up here, and then maybe we can circle back yeah, next we'll week. Talk about, yeah, uh, we'll talk about RP, uh, PP, PP Rapa, Rapa next week. Yeah, we'll sort of do a two for next week. Uh, but for now, uh, thank you all for listening. This has been a blast. It's always a lot of fun when the three of us can do this. Um, and that is going to do it for another episode of License to Car Ranger. Before you finish up here, I'd like to remind you all that you can email the show at supersentibrothers at gmail.com. If you want to get any updates on future episodes or check out the things that we're talking about on Twitter, we are at Bros. If you like the show, please remember, shining in the iTunes review section, there are five stars. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That's what's going to help us find it, uh, help other people find the show or wherever it is that you're yeah, listening. Apple Podcasts is not the only place. We're available all over. Just all over. Just go do... do I, you do you. I listen to you on Stitcher. See? Uh-huh. Perfect example. <laughs> the Super Sentai Brothers are a production of Retrograde Orbit Radio. Um, if you'd like to listen to any of the other great Retrograde Orbit Radio shows, you can do that all at RetrogradeOrbitRadio.com. Once again, we are the Super Sentai Brothers. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. I'm Katie. And we'll see you next week for the greatest show on Earth.